The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to the Word in the World podcast, where we bring you topics talking truth. Everything from the news to the New Testament. Jay, what's going on? Uh, nothing much, man. I'm excited about this follow-up uh, to our last episode, man. Oh, a little yeah. deeper dive. Yeah, yeah, I like when when uh, Marcus, you know, sometimes we'll do an episode and I'm like ready to move on. <laughs> and he's like, hold up, man. Like, I, I saw some more there that needs to be pulled out. Uh, so that's always interesting. And yeah, man. Yeah. Like... I was excited when we recorded the last episode, mm-hmm. but then like afterwards, I was like, "Man, like there's so much more here." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like let's let's go back and like actually dig on. I think last time the excitement just kind of took over. You know, like like we were so excited to be back, yeah, recording again, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we only really scratched the surface of what we talked about, right? Yeah, when Jesus is talking about the fact that we are the light of the world, mm-hmm. man, it's just like it's a like, lot to be. It's, understood yeah it's like one of those things you can hear and mm-hmm. you can like think you know what it means or like have an idea of mm-hmm. what it means but as like the more you dig the more apparent it becomes that this is a very like deep concept yeah that can really really like reveal a lot of truth to you yeah as you dig so wow. yeah, yeah we just decided to like go back and talk about it a little bit one thing that led me to going back you know and asking jason to kind of do another episode on it was I heard somebody talking about bushels, mm-hmm. you know, and like <laughs> when I first said bushel to JJ, is like a bushel. What's that? A bushel yeah. in a peck. Yeah, but like you know, you and hear a hug like around the neck. Wait, what? I'm sorry. What you say? A bushel in a peck and a hug around the neck. What's that? Uh, some nothing. Don't mind uh-huh. me, dude. It's like, <laughs> it's like a kitty song. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Share. I don't know. No, you're not doing that. <laughs> you're not about to do that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like. A lot of people don't even know what uh, a bushel is. I mean, it's not like I already know what a bushel is, but like <laughs> when I think a bushel of crabs, like mm-hmm. a bucket or basket of crabs, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But like when Jesus is talking about it in that scripture, so like Matthew chapter five, okay, around like 15. Okay. And I'm just going to read it again real quick. Oh, actually it's verse 14. And he says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Other versions say bushel. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. Mm -hmm. And so that's the NIV version that we just read. But this whole thing about light you know and this is not this one instance where jesus is talking about light right he's talking about light all throughout scripture throughout yeah. the gospels the word is using this yeah i was gonna say like everywhere. the word light is used in the bible like from the very beginning mm. you know god said let there be light in genesis 1 3 yeah. 1 4 god saw that the light was good you know like there's constant use i mean we see the word in psalms of a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Psalm 36 and 9, for you, for with you is the fountain of life, in your light do we see light. Yeah. You know, it talks about John the Baptist not being the light, but he came to bear witness about the light. So mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of light, light, light. Even, you know, going back to Genesis, you know, the sun and the moon are referred to as um, the lights. So we had to like 
start there um, and say like, well, what is this light? Yeah, yeah. Is it physical light? Right. Is it something else going on here? Yeah. It seems like sometimes it is physical and then sometimes it's not. Mm -hmm. So in John chapter nine, verse five, Jesus says, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Mm -hmm. But as he, he's not talking about a physical light there. Yeah. He's talking about something else. Yeah. Right. So like, how do we even begin to understand? Right. Like what is being talked about with this concept of light? Mm -hmm. And so what's cool about <laughs> The word, man, it's the type of stuff that like really gets me excited is <clears throat> like God uses and this is not just the word, but this is just like truth in general. Like God uses the creation to communicate truth to us. Yeah. Right. And so to truly understand what Jesus means when he says, like, I am the light of the world, we can start by just looking at light. Yeah. In general. Like the, in the natural. Yeah. 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 Like what Ooh. does light do? You mm -hmm. know, what are the properties of it? What is the behavior of it? What is, what does it do for us? Right. You know what I mean? And then I think once we start like answering those questions, we can start seeing like what he means when he says, I am the light of the world. Yeah. Yep. And so to like get started, right? Like if you're out there listening, mm -hmm. right? You're out there listening right now. I just want you to close your eyes. <laughs> No, nah, just kidding. Open your eyes. But like, imagine, <laughs> imagine this stuff. <laughs> like, let's start with this idea, right? Like, let's, an example, an example. So you're walking around in a dark room. Mm -hmm. There's no light in this room. It's just completely dark. The room is full of different things, mm -hmm. right? And so you bump into something. What do you know about that thing you just bumped into? Yeah. You don't really know anything about it. Yeah. You know, you might, or you might, let's, I mean, shoot, let's go deeper with it. You might know how it feels. Mm -hmm. It might make a sound or something like that. You mm -hmm. might, you know, start to try to put together like what that thing might be. Yeah. You know, but you really don't know what it is. Yeah. Right. Or you, you know, you walk around and you, you trip on something mm -hmm. because you couldn't see it. Uh, you don't even know where the boundaries of the room really are. Yeah. Right. And so the way you discover everything in that room is by bumping into it and yeah. experiencing it and possibly even hurting yourself as a part of the process. Right. Right. It's, it's a very dangerous thing for you to be in a room full of darkness. Mm -hmm. Right. So where, like where there's darkness, you you're not able to. I don't like using the word discern. Perceive. Perceive. Yeah. yeah there we go. Like you're not really able to perceive what's happening, what's going on, mm -hmm. what's present. You know what I mean? Like somebody could be in that room. Yep. all you know mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that person could be there to help you or to harm you but you don't know mm -hmm. because you're in darkness you know yep. and so a lot can be going on in darkness but you're unable to perceive it mm -hmm. because there's no light mm. imagine now that we cut that light on mm -hmm. right I'm, i know i'm not doing this justice but like imagine <laughs> now <laughs> that you cut this light on now you're actually able to perceive yeah. what's going on you're able to distinguish this thing from that thing. Mm -hmm. You're able to see clearly that person in the room. You're able to watch your step and not stumble over something. You're able to actually guard and protect yourself. Yeah. Right? Like because you're able to see everything very clearly in that room. Mm -hmm. Like you know what's going on. Yeah. You know what to be aware of. You know how to protect yourself. You mm -hmm. know 
uh, where to step. You know where the boundaries of the room are. Like you, you know, you get what I'm saying. Like yeah. You're able to navigate almost, you know, perfectly. Yeah. Because you can see clearly. And I was thinking about like even your emotional state. Mm-hmm. You know, could change mm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Whereas where you're, when you're in that darkness, you know, yeah. you're, you just feel unstable. Yeah. You feel totally, you know, it's chaos. Yeah. Within your mind and your, you probably your body may be reacting. You may yeah. be, you know, having a what shivering and yeah. you know, sweaty palms, all yes. that kind of stuff. Nervous energy, but as soon as that light is flicked on, now mm-hmm. you feel at peace. Yeah. You know, now you're more calm. And you're slowly adjusting. Your eyes are adjusting. Things are becoming clearer and clearer and clearer and clearer. Until now you're like, okay, you're confident. Jeez. And you know what you're doing. You know you know which way to go and where, where not to go. Everything is totally at peace. See where you're going. Wow. I see where you, I'm tracking. Okay, Jay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So with that being said, like we know what the purpose of light is now. Yeah. It's to show us things for what they truly are. Yeah. And so like light can be thought of as truth. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, you know, if we were to go with the opposite of that, then darkness can be perceived as a deception or a yeah. chaos, or like you said earlier, like confusion, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it causes all these other things like fear. Mm-hmm. It causes, I don't know, confusion. It, you know, like it, it could cause injury. It could cause injury, mm-hmm. yes, you mm-hmm. know? And so now, like, when we start looking at what Jesus says or what the word says, mm-hmm. you know, or both, like, about light, it helps us, you know, to make sense of the scriptures now. Mm-hmm. So now when we look at John chapter 9, verse 5, and you see Jesus saying, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Mm-hmm. It's clear, you know, like, what, what he's intending for them to understand, like, I am, the, you know, you hear him say this in other places or in another place. Like, I am the truth. Mm-hmm. I am the way. I am the life. You know what I mean? But he was like, like, I am, I am a picture of the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? I am here to, you know, help you see things for what they are. The truth mm-hmm. about, like, sin. The truth about the Father. The truth about the kingdom of God being made available to you. Like, the truth about, you know, the Pharisees, yeah. the truth about the law, the truth about the prophets. I'm here to reveal to you wow. exactly what things are, Yeah, you know, so that, mm-hmm. so that you're no longer walking in darkness, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know. And here you see Jesus referring to himself as the light of the world. But if we go back to the scripture that we were originally talking about mm-hmm. in Matthew chapter five, Jesus says something interesting where he says, now you are the light of the world. Yeah. Right. So, you know, he was the light to us and now we have the light. Yeah. Right. And now we are to be a light for others who are walking in darkness. Yeah. Right. So you kind of see this like almost like a this responsibility that we have. Yeah. I mean, to be that light for other people. It's like if we possess this truth Mm -hmm. now. Right. And we know the way to go. We carry the responsibility of showing others that same light, that mm-hmm. same truth. But before we even get into that, let's just continue talking about just light in general. Yeah. You know, one of the interesting aspects of light and darkness is that um, in that same vein of, of uh, revealing what wasn't there, well, what was there, but you didn't see, mm-hmm. um, in the natural, you can think about like a lightning storm in the evening. 
and I was telling Marcus, like, my friend sent this picture, well, video to me, and it was, it was like a black screen at first, and yeah. I'm just looking at it, like, what is this? Of course, I press play, and it's a black screen for a few seconds, mm -hmm. and then, like, a lightning bolt flashes off in the distance, and then I could see, like, oh, he's sitting in, like, his deck, and I could make out, like, you know, there are some trees around in the background, and there's, like, wow you know, the wood post of his deck or whatever and like all these different things and then it would just go black again. Yeah. And then it would wow. light up again and you could see, you know, everything that's there and it'll go black. Yeah. And um I was just saying, you know, this is a, a way that God is showing us how for us being the light, it's like whenever we're present, whenever we are around people, that, that same kind of effect should occur. There should be this um revealing of truth that happens when we're speaking to them, when we're when they're looking at how we live and all that type of stuff, there should be something that where they where they go like, oh, this is this is different. I haven't seen this before. I didn't know that was there. This is some something's been revealed to me now that I totally was unaware of before this. You know? Yeah, I know. I'm trying to hold in my like, wow, that was so <laughs> dope. That was deep, Jay. It wasn't I'm though. Hold it in. Nah, it wasn't. man. But that's that's like that's like real, man. That is so true. That mm -hmm. is so true. As you talk about it, I'm thinking about the times where that's actually happened. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where like somebody would kind of come back to you and be like, bro, like that stuff you was talking about, mm -hmm. like it just, you know, it made sense or that just sounded right. Or like, you know, somebody being like, man, like I just, I see, you know, I see something different here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they got a glimpse, like just like you said, like that lightning flash. You yeah. know what I mean? To just kind of reveal something that something more is present. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like they, they want to, they want to see, you mm -hmm. know, they want to see what it's about. And so, like, before this episode, we were just, you know, like, we went through, like, two of them so far. But, like, we were just discussing, like, different ways that we could talk about light. And so, we were talking about walking in the dark room and enlightening. And then, like, the third one was, <clears throat> I got to I gotta try. Try to do it justice. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about shadows. Yeah. Right? And so, if you think about a shadow, a shadow doesn't even show up mm -hmm. until light is present. If you have an object and it's dark the shadow of that object it blends perfectly with the darkness mm -hmm. you know so like you can't even tell like oh this particular thing has this dark side mm -hmm. you know or this this particular place of darkness but the second that the light is on wow you know like that shadow the shadow of that thing becomes mm -hmm. very very obvious to you at that particular point in time yeah you know what i mean and then something Sheesh. something else that was pretty cool is we were um like i was on facebook a couple of days ago and somebody had put up this post and they were showing a picture of like a candle you know a lit candle and it was close to a wall and so you could see the shadow of that candle you could see the shape of the candlestick itself and even though it was lit like that flame had no shadow so when I had mentioned this to Jason, it reminded us of the scripture in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, where it says, This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. Mm -hmm. You look at this candle, yeah. you see no shadow, and it just goes to show you, like, there is no darkness in light. Like, yeah. light cast out all darkness. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so... We're just kind of getting at this point that mm -hmm. like darkness goes away in the presence of light. 
pretty much. That's what we're, that's what we're driving uh, at here. Yeah, we yeah. trying to get there. That's but no, it, I mean, <laughs> if you go on with that scripture, verse uh, six says, if we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, mm. we lie and do not practice the truth. Yeah. You know? Wow. When we sin, we can't say or blame God for it. You right. know? There is no sin in God. There is no impurity in God. You can never say, you know, and there's other scriptures to say, like, when a man is tempted, he can't say that he is tempted by God. It says, when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when by his own evil desires he is lured away and enticed. Mm -hmm. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Yes, sir. So, yeah, that that is comforting for us as believers to understand that, you know, we serve a God that is pure and always right and, and is always good. And that, you know, like when we're trusting in him, he's always going to direct us the perfect way. It's a way that's going to be absolutely sinless. It's going to be, you know, absolutely good for us 100 percent of the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, pure light. Pure light. Like, mm-hmm. it's like the way you just talked about it, like him directing us, mm-hmm. him showing us where to go. It reminds me of like Psalms 119 and 105. Mm-hmm. It says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. Yep. You know, just going back to what you were saying, it's like we know, we know the way to go. Mm-hmm. Like God has shown us or is showing us consistently the mm-hmm. way to go you know like not only in his word but in speaking to us in our minds and in our you know our hearts mm-hmm. you know and, and kind of like revealing us to ourselves it's like we get direction from him yeah constantly you know and so we're not stumbling in darkness we're not injuring ourselves we're not you know figuring things out by harsh experiences yeah. because we're walking in darkness you know what i mean we're not in confusion uh. you know like all these things we are able to avoid because we have the light directing us. Yeah. yeah. Directing us showing, you know, showing us things clearly, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And um, showing us ourselves, like you said, is yeah. important because going back to the whole shadow thing, mm-hmm. like it's like when Jesus uh, says nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, nor is anything secret that will not be known and come to light. Um, that's in Luke eight and 17. So like with the whole shadow thing, it just reminds me that like, you know, when light is shined on an object, there's this darkness that's revealed that wasn't previously there. Mm. But now you see this darkness that's associated with that object, you know, and it's kind of like that's what light is supposed to do. It's supposed to reveal everything that's there, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like, you know, when you when you walk with God and you're in a, in a relationship with him, you know, yeah, there's a lot for us to preach about in terms of him being good and all this type of stuff like that um, and being blessed by him and, you know, all, all the good, all the good stuff, the prosperity, that's all, it's all well and good. But like, mm-hmm. there is this aspect of being in a relationship with Christ that, you know, you should be um, having darkness revealed to you, your, mm-hmm. your own and, and others, you know, there should be this, this, um, this, I guess this level of like exposure that you should now be under, you know, wow. where you feel like, oh my gosh, like where uh, we call it, I guess, conviction, you yeah, know, of sin and stuff yeah. like that. Like, you know, and you see like people, even when they had encounters with God, um, who was it, Isaiah, mm-hmm. where like he was just like, you know, I'm a wretched man and, you know, stuff like this, or like, yeah. uh, who was, who was fishing, dude? Uh, was it Peter? Mm-hmm. 
and like he caught all those fish and he immediately like repented you know he was yeah. like you know like i'm just i'm just like a wretched man like wow. i won't have nothing to do with me you know because wow. he, he understood at that point like he's around holiness and purity mm. and like it was exposed to him who this light was yeah. and like you that's kind of that that should be i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that mm. like that should be an aspect of all of our experiences in Christ where we identify with our sinful nature yeah. differently than we did before because it's revealed because he's the light, you know? Whew, if that yeah. hasn't happened to you, I ain't going to say nothing outlandish and be like, oh, you ain't you ain't got the Holy Spirit. But I'm just going to say, if it hasn't happened, it's going to happen. Yeah. If you got the Holy Spirit, yeah, yeah. I would say that. Yeah, yeah, man. I want to uh, asterisk what I just said, too. I'm not trying to... Because I feel like I just opened up a whole can of worms right now saying something, a statement like, if you got the Holy Spirit, you know. I'm just saying, as believers, we all have the Holy Spirit. I'm just saying part of that experience is this conviction of sin and understanding of, like, our sinful nature that you probably didn't experience before. Yeah. You know, it's this deeper conviction of, like, our unholiness and God's holiness. That's all. I ain't saying, like, you ain't, you know, this is one of the signs you got the Holy Spirit. I'm not trying to do that, but I am doing that in a way. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what you're doing. You're right. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, one of the last things we wanted to mention about um, just understanding light in the natural and what it does. And we've, we've mulled over this, we're be- beating it, we're beating it to a pulp <laughs> at this point, but like uh, it destroys confusion, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and the word says stuff like God is not the author of confusion. And in that context, he's talking about um, speaking in tongues and, you know, a congregation of people being out of order uh, when everyone is speaking in tongues and stuff like that. And there's mm. no interpreter. Um, and that's an episode in itself that we can yeah, we can go sure. talk about. But, um, you know, it says that God is not the author of confusion. So, yeah, there's that. Light destroys confusion. Yes, it does. Yeah. And so earlier we had mentioned that it is our responsibility as believers to share the knowledge that we have of Mm. the light Mm. so the bible kind of paints this picture of us being brought out of darkness coming to the knowledge of the light Mm. and then walking in that light wow and so paul talks about this in ephesians chapter 5 verses 8 through 9 where he says for you were once darkness but now you are light in the lord live as children of light for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. What's interesting about this particular scripture is he says, for you were once darkness. Yeah. Like he doesn't even say like you were once walking in darkness. Mm-hmm. He says you yourself. <laughs> right. Like you, Jason, were darkness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It made me think about like what he meant there. Yeah. You know, like not only are you influenced by darkness, but you are also influencing others. Yeah. You know, with that same darkness. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you are the darkness to somebody. Yep. You know? And yep. you think about like the opposite of that where Jesus is telling us you are wow. the light mm-hmm. of the world. So at one time you were the darkness, mm. but now <laughs> you are the light. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Pretty much. So. Um, and you can see the change. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a real like the scripture is a living word. This is real. Like you could see yeah. in your past like how you affected people with darkness. And you may still, you know, we're not like. We're not pure, you know, we're not Jesus at this right. point. So, you know, it's not like we're, but, you know, you do see that, okay, 
there's something going on now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like this scripture tied into another one that you had mentioned, like about the blind. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In Luke uh, chapter 6, verse 39, it says, He also told them a parable, can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? Uh, and that same analogy is made in, in Matthew as well, uh, where he's talking to the Pharisees. But, um, yeah, it's when you think about that, visually it's like this is what we were doing before yeah in our in our best of days outside of you know christ and his leadership we ultimately would be leading somebody to a path of destruction yeah you know or or some kind of pit of some sort you know because it wasn't truly spiritual you know and i mean i'm not even talking about obviously like overtly sinful behavior you know smoking weed and you know whatever you want (laughs) to whatever i can attest to that i know i led people down a a darker path like but i'm talking about when you even tried to like oh this is some spiritual stuff man let's you know Mm. it's like even that stuff was darkness yeah compared to christ yeah yeah wow but if y'all both ain't got no light ain't gonna be no light (laughs) (laughs) so if we go back to matthew chapter five and we see where Jesus is talking about nobody lighting the lamp mm-hmm. and then putting it underneath a bushel. Um, you kind of get this idea, right, that there is this light to be had. Yeah. Right. And this light to be experienced by others who are walking in darkness. But this bushel or this bowl mm-hmm. or this object that interferes with that light being known to those who are outside of it yeah right so this idea of like cutting off the light Mm -hmm. right before we you know even thought to go into this episode we were coming up with different ways that people could bushel bushel the light yeah like what the bushel is looking like you know what i'm saying like (laughs) so right now we're going to go into talking about like what some of those different things the bushels the bushels (laughs) yeah we're about to go into the bushels (laughs) You know, and talk about the different kinds that there are, the things that are interfering with the light, yeah. you know, that people, that we're supposed to be giving to other people. Mm-hmm. And so the first one we had on the list was fear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you think about, especially like in the town that we live in. Yeah. Right. Where it's like, you, you feel like you, you can't talk about the word at work. Mm-hmm. You can't talk about it comfortably with like friends. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, even though. We shouldn't really have an issue there, but it's like it's almost it's almost like inappropriate to talk about, you know, they say religion in general, but yeah. I kind of feel like they really be talking about <laughs> like Christianity for the most part. You mm-hmm. know, you can't pray in school, all these limitations when it comes to talking about mm-hmm. Christ, you know what I'm saying? So we already have like that kind of fear. But then there's also like the fear of being rejected hmm. when you actually do speak about it wow. you know what i mean like people saying oh man that's dumb you believe in that stuff like people have actually told me that before you yeah know? Like, that's dumb you believe, you believe in that stuff like why would you believe something so stupid as that yeah like nobody wants to feel rejected you don't want to feel you know like you could be wrong mm-hmm. you know you don't want to feel like i don't know maybe maybe it's the fear of being like abrasive yeah. to somebody you know what i'm saying like you don't want to offend somebody mm-hmm. so you kind of have that fear and because of like how somebody might be uh you know affected by what you have to say or whether or not they might feel like you're you're coming at them or judging them you know what i'm saying with what you have to say like you might fear that Mm -hmm. type of reaction from somebody so you won't say it for those reasons you know what i mean but but this fear acts as a bushel because the truth of the matter is like they need 
Like the people, there are people out here who need what we have to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we have this knowledge. We have to give it to them. Yeah. You know, it's our responsibility to do so. So, you know, we can't be afraid to share the gospel with them. Yeah. It's, it's that simple. I talked about the scripture last week, I think, but like uh, how Paul was saying, like he is not ashamed of the gospel yeah. because he knew it's the power of God uh, unto salvation. And it's like, it. I mean, we're warned time and time again in scripture about, you know, persecution and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, Christ said in this world, we will have trouble. So we should know that those types of things are coming. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, you could lose friends. You could have the fear of, you know, being like, like you said, being judged by people in these various ways. And so, yeah, but at the, the whole time your light is being dimmed yeah. by your fear, you know. Scripture says, like, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Right. But of power, love, and a sound mind. Yeah. So it is totally, is fear, I would say, fear of sharing God's word, not to say, like, you know, just be out here doing it willy-nilly without wisdom. Yeah. But definitely, if there's some kind of fear, and we know the type of fear, yeah, it's usually of the enemy, where it's like, you know, this, like, the thoughts that could come like, man, they ain't gonna believe you. Right. Man, they're gonna they're gonna think you crazy. They ain't yeah. gonna like you. Then you know, those type of thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not the thoughts that are your rational mind saying, like, okay, this is just, you know, a group of people. I may not wanna jump up in the middle of this dinner party and tell everybody <laughs> that we all going to hell if we don't repent, <laughs> you know, like that type of stuff. Right, right. But if it's you know, we know. We know. Yeah. 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 So another one that we got from uh, one of our listeners, actually. Um, yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> comment. Yep. Yeah, for that comment. But she said isolation, mm -hmm. right? Like distancing yourself from others. And um, I thought about this on two levels. Mm. Like as an individual, a lot of times we, and this is something that I, that I think we are, we, we've been discussing recently that we've kind of come into understanding of now, but. Like when we talk about this idea of like worldliness, mm -hmm. of like being in the world and not of the world, we often feel like we have to separate ourselves from the world. Yeah. You know, like we can't we can't go where they go, we can't do what they do, we can't, you know, participate in this or that, mm -hmm. or be in this place or that place, right? But the world the word is not talking about that. Yeah. You know? How can we impact the world that we isolate ourselves from? Yeah. Right? Like we have to actually get out there. And so even if you look at the ministry of Jesus, mm -hmm. like Who's he with? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, his disciples are with him, correct? Yeah. But he's also in the midst of sinners. He's in the midst of tax collectors. He's with the, you know, around the Pharisees. The people, he's going, yeah. he's with the Pharisees at, at dinner that they invited him to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he's he's trying to impact people by being in the midst of them. You can't yeah. do it if you isolate yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? And so that kind of, you know, goes out to this larger idea of just like the the church in general so it's like not only can we not afford to do that on an individual level but even the church as a whole yeah. has to change its mentality you know and stop trying to avoid the world mm -hmm. you know we're like we're, we're we're trying to you know we're kind of looking at them like oh like they you know like they are a certain way and we can't do anything you know yeah. like about you know about the way they are and we, we need to separate ourselves from them and mm -hmm. it's them and us but in actuality like those are the people that we are trying to, you know, mm -hmm. like we're vessels being used by God to save those very people. How can we do it? Mm -hmm. You know, if we isolate ourselves from them. Yeah. So Paul says stuff like, you know, you were once among them, you know, like yeah. 
going back to the light analogy, it's like imagine that light existing, but being far off somewhere where mm. people never ever saw it. Jeez. You know, it's like yeah. okay, it's there, yeah, but it's purposeless. It's not fulfilling its duty, right? You know, it might as well not be there, and well if that's not. the case. Wow. And then that's, I mean, scripture. Gosh, Jesus talks about this stuff, dude. Mm. He talks about like what you have will be given to the one who had the most. Like, mm. the, the, you know what I'm talking about? The parable of the yeah. uh, the talents, right? And then he's, you know, he talks about, you know, like the shaft and the wheat, you know, and. All this different, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, like you know, like and being pruned and all this stuff, man. Yeah, it's like it's all in the word. It's all one like congruent message yeah. in here, you know. Yeah. So this whole light concept is is seen throughout the whole thing, like. But man, I struggle with that because mm-hmm. the whole worldliness concept. I think we can go two ways with it, right? Uh-huh. It's like the monastery way, you know, become a monk is way too extreme. <laughs> yeah. But then there's the other way of like, uh, I guess you hear people say stuff like carnal Christian or like people who uh, just feel like you live, you can live the same. I just, you know, I've been saved. Yeah. But now my, my life doesn't change though. Right. You know, um, for me personally, what I would like, what I, I guess, tell people and I try to live by is like... Mm-hmm. If there's a quote unquote worldly activity or mm-hmm. something that like I feel like I'm tempted in those situations, let's say like going to the club or something, right? Okay. Yeah. Now I know believers who go to the club still and stuff. Yeah. For me, that would be something that I wouldn't do. That I would say, you know, that is done in the world because when I go to the club, I know that I'm tempted. Yeah. You know, I know yeah. that I'm, my eyes are looking at things and I'm, my heart and mind are thinking of things that I shouldn't be. And I'm being tempted sexually and, you know, to be drunk and all this type of stuff. To yeah. talk how I don't talk, usually maybe to curse and yeah. all this type of stuff. Right. Hey, we all got different convictions. Those are mine. But, yeah. like, I think as Christians, man, oftentimes we don't assess things in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we use that that idea that you just talked about of like, well, we got to be there to, you know, like, or they yeah. got to relate to us. They got to know we like them, but it's like, okay, but let's keep reading scripture. What, yeah. is, what else is Jesus saying? Like yeah. he's saying like, you know, if your left eye offends you, if your right hand offends you, cut it off, throw it out, you know, like these yeah. type of things. So if you're going there and you're being tempted, that kind of is defeating the purpose. Right. You're dimming your light. We, we're going to touch on that, but like, so for me that stuff is like very tricky dude like super duper tricky like i love that though because like you said like there is a balance to be found and i think it's you got to go with with your personal convictions like if the person can stand in the midst of that and honestly and truly yeah like who it is i don't know who this person is besides christ but like stand in the midst of that environment Mm -hmm. you know and not be tempted by it because they don't like going back to the scripture we read earlier they don't have those desires Mm -hmm. so they can't be tempted Mm -hmm. that's one thing you know what i'm saying but if you know like when you said do an assessment of yourself yeah like being being honest about it like really kind of you know figuring out like what are the things that are going to lure me mm-hmm. into darkness or the wrong place or somewhere I shouldn't be you yeah. know what I mean if you can if you do that assessment you know because i think the you know like the point that we were trying to make is like it's not it's not a problem yeah it's not wrong like nobody can sit there and say you're wrong for going to the club right nobody can do that the right. word the word doesn't say where you can and cannot go <laughs> right it comes down to your deeds, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It comes down to, you know, like your heart, your heart, your heart, your mm-hmm. deeds, your mindset. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if you, if you can be somewhere 
mm-hmm. and keep those temptations in check and actually have a, you know, I don't know, a positive impact in the yeah, club. Yeah. Like, well, hey. like, or not even that extreme, you know, but like I used to watch stand-up comedy heavy. Yeah. I used to really be into stand-up. Now, I don't watch stand-up anymore now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because I know the topics ain't really going to, at some point, I know it's going to be a big conflict in my in my conscience, yeah. in my spirit. Yeah. At some point, it's not going to be the entertain. It shouldn't be entertaining for me at some right. point. I'm going to go, eh, this, this is just, this yeah. ain't feeding me. This is not helping me. And I can't, I ain't really helping it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Now, I still watch certain things, of course, that probably shouldn't be entertainment to me. And I'm trying to work on that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, certain things, I legit had to be like, all right, I know I like it, but this ain't right for me. Yeah. Like, I used to be heavy in the hip-hop, yeah. of course. I used to love rap. But I realized at a certain point, like, man, I don't talk like this no more. I don't yeah. ha- I don't really like hanging around people who talk like this. I yeah. don't li- really like the subject matter. I will talk. I will hang with those people to witness to them, of course. Yeah. I'm not saying that. But why am I enticed to listen to this music? Why right. would I like the videos now? Why? And now when I look at it now, it's like, nah, this ain't yeah. helping me at all, really. Yeah. But I like it when I hear it. I love flows and lyric you know but like when i sit and and like you saying do that yeah. assessment yeah i'm like this ain't really good yeah you know what i'm saying i'm exactly tempted to think mean. all kind of thoughts all you know like yeah. it draws me away personally yeah may not for others but i was telling my man last week uh we would talk we want to subject to music mm-hmm. and i was telling him like I stopped, I stopped listening to like a lot of rap music, mm-hmm. you know, um, I did enjoy like the art part of it, but the things that they were talking about, I knew, that, you know, I just knew it wasn't good for me personally. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't tell everybody you got to stop listening to rap. Music. Right. I just know like for me, like, I don't want to hear you rap about, you know, banging, yeah. banging my girl, you know, having what more money got, than me, yeah. you know, all the stuff you Killing got. 80 people. Yeah. Or selling your drugs. Yeah. You know, I don't like, I just don't, I'm not. I'm not in agreement with that type of activity. And we and even like the good rap, this is a whole convo, but yeah. like even what we would call like, you know, somebody is dope and their content is dope. Yeah. Even if I listen to that, I'm uh-huh. like, yo, this ain't you ain't really talking about nothing. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, but th- yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you just mean like uh, somebody trying to rap like positively? I mean like yeah, like let's say like like cuz I feel like the stuff we just brought up is yeah. cliche. Like, you know, oh, talking about your cars, your your women, your money, your drugs, so shooting like people. Fiasco, yeah, but like, I feel like yeah. there's a, you know, there's a hip hop head out there who may be like, "Bro, Nas don't be talking about that. Yeah. Kendrick don't be talking. Yo, they talking about uplifting." Da, 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 da. I bet. Let's go listen to all age rap. <laughs> and let's really start is it is it as for you and this is where, you know what I mean, but uh-huh. like for you as a Christian, it may be okay. It may not impact you, you know, but yeah. for me, I'm lining it up as to what, like, I want to, like, feed on and have my ears hear yeah. often, and it ain't it ain't that, you know? And, yeah. and, like, it could be some, yo, let's be positive for the community and all that. Man, we're going totally to the side, yeah. but it's all good. <laughs> but, like, at a certain point, I'll just be like, yo, it ain't. I need I need something else at this point in my life. Yeah. And I I have little little room for any amount of darkness. That's that's really what it is, you know what I'm saying? And I would I would speak on in that vein to any believer like we should all be looking to have as little darkness in us yeah. as possible. And it's going back to these verses we read like 
God is light and there's no darkness in him. If we say we have fellowship with God and have yeah. darkness in us, then we are liars. You know, like, yeah. and we're that's what I'm working toward. I'm trying. So like, if if I'm if I'm hearing you and you talking something that ain't in accord with Christ, yeah. it turns me off. Yeah. You know, and I'm not not just because you are an unbeliever. It's not. You know what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. because I'm choosing now to listen to this yeah. as my entertainment. Right. I'm not saying that the unbelievers don't, you know what I mean, shouldn't be heard and, oh, that's where they at. Nah, I understand that. Yeah. But it's like, this is my time. Yeah. I have no time for that, dude. Yeah. And the times that I do, because I watch movies that are dumb, violent, and you know what I'm saying? I watch I watch wild stuff still. Yeah. But I, I know, like, ah, I got to I gotta clean that up a little bit, yeah. and I'm working on it. Yeah. Certain things have been totally flushed out, though. The I way, listen to a little tribe, though, here and there. You know? Yeah. <laughs> a little like tribe. The, the way I started thinking about it, man, is, like, like I, I couldn't get around this idea of, like, you know, like, celebrating things that don't glorify God. That, mm -hmm. And if it doesn't glorify God, though, it's still glorifying something. Yeah. So it's, like, celebrating what glorifies the enemy. Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of struggle with that mentally. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're talking about... <laughs> I mean, if it ain't if it ain't about God, yeah, it's the enemy. It's no like neutral ground. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You know, and I guess you know you can still have like positive messages and stuff. But like, yeah. show me that pure, like you said earlier, show me that pure positive message that doesn't touch on things that glorifies the enemy. Yeah, it's very very difficult to find. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or that doesn't perpetuate worldly concepts. Yeah, or ideas or beliefs. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like you're still going to get some of that. Like I don't even know if I want to go here, but like Nipsey Hustle. Uh -huh. All right, like I guess you know this, yeah. this ain't you know I ain't about to bash Nipsey Hussle or nothing yeah. like that. Listen to a couple of his songs, right? To be honest, I didn't really know too much about Nipsey Hussle, yeah. you know, until until he had passed and people started talking about him. So I'm like, let me go check out this dude. Everybody's saying like a lot of positive things about him. Let me mm -hmm. go check it out. But then when I'm listening to it, I'm like, all right, we well, still got the you know the common rapper thing where like women are bees and stuff like that right mm -hmm. but then he started talking about this idea of like the universe mm -hmm. like speaking to the universe and the universe say it to the universe the universe bring it right back like yeah that type of thing and i'm like ah, like yeah this even if you do look at him as somebody who's you know putting positive words yeah. or energy or vibes but however you want to look at it out there it's still coming with these concepts that we are not supposed to like be embracing and like in my mind you know at least for me anyway right because right? it's a it's a personal thing you know it's like input is output mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying or well, input greatly affects output let me put it that way mm -hmm. right so if i'm constantly listening to things that are not truth mm -hmm. feeding me you know truth or helping me to get closer to god or a greater understanding of god or any of that any of, of what god is about mm -hmm. then i'm you know you could look at it as me. I'm slacking my work. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. it's, it's going to affect. It's going to affect. Like for instance, like think about that scripture where Jesus says, "Love God with all your heart, mm -hmm. all your mind, like all like all of yourself." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like how can I love God with all of myself if I still give my ear to things that don't glorify Him? Yeah. If I still give my time, if I still choose things that don't glorify Him, mm -hmm. you know? So like I'm. I'm like God. I love you with all my heart, but every now and then mm -hmm. I gotta hear my, yeah. I gotta watch my, you know, whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. And I ain't nobody perfect. Nah, it's a know? struggle. It's a struggle, but it's a struggle, dude. I'm just saying, you know, like it got to the point where I couldn't really. It ain't. It ain't feel like it was something that I should still be doing. Yeah, and that was just for me. Same here. You know. Yeah. Um, I guess that um, that lends itself to 
because we are still guys talking about the bushels. Yeah. <laughs> and if you are still rocking with us, we, we've been talking a long time this episode. Appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but that lends us to this bushel of a life of sin. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's like when you are professing outwardly that you're a Christian to people, but then they see that you live just like a sinner or even worse. Yeah. That is maybe the hugest bushel that we could, you know, put over our light is sin. You know, it's like it's the total opposite of God. We're not talking about dimming your your light. We're talking about doing something that is totally not in him. You know, yeah. so if you're professing to be a Christian, but you are, you know, I don't know, pick a pick a pick something sinful and sin is just missing the mark you know yeah, we get that yeah. but i'm talking about i guess we're talking about now like overtly outward sin you know mm. uh, i was bringing up to marcus before how you know these like there have been sin issues in the church forever mm. and in first corinthians how paul uh says like you know it's been reported to me that there's sexual immorality among you and of the sort that even the pagans you know they they don't do or they detest something like that yeah. and you know a man sleeping with his father's wife and you know it's like that kind of stuff like you were professing to be a christian but even people outside of the church are like man that's some sitting you know what I'm like <laughs> what is going on there like even they know like you don't do that <laughs> yeah you know and it's yeah. like if you cheating on your wife or you're i don't know pick pick something man. right i don't know i don't yeah. want to be going down the sin list but if you're a habitual liar whatever it's like that yeah. that is a bushel on your light yeah um right but the good thing is that you know you could you could take that bushel off you know and repent i love uh in first john how it kind of gives gives us a little bit more insight to uh, this whole sin thing in first john 1 8 if we say we have no sin we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us if we confess confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness if we say we have not sinned we make him a liar and his word is not in us so even that you know it gives us that assurance that we can be confident that you know even if we are putting that bushel on the light a little bit you just confess it and repent and he's gonna forgive you and cleanse you and you're still gonna be bright yeah you know yeah. wow then we started talking about some bushels that are like uh a little more subtle yeah right like that are not yeah a little more subtle not so obvious that you can easily do without you know even really realizing it mm -hmm. and the first one of those was uh complaining mm -hmm. you know like wh why do you think let me ask you this <laughs> like why do you think complaining is so bad you know, like we see, yeah. you see that in scripture a lot too. Like Paul is always telling people, like, "Hey, look, stop, stop all your complaining." Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, mm -hmm. what do you think it is about complaining that bothers, like that is that causes God to see it as a sin? Yeah, huh. I mean, grumbling, like uh, Israel was complaining after they in Exodus and stuff like that. Yeah, there's there are like things I want to say, but I I guess I've never thought of thought it through but like i guess one thing would be like it shows a a, a lack of honor kind of hmm. you know it's like mm -hmm. how what do you what are you as a believer what are you complaining about what is worthy of complaint mm. at your at this point you yeah. know yeah i see that type of thing uh but yeah no nah, go ahead nah i'm i'm oh. just i'm really asking oh yeah I mean, yeah, that's one thought. I like, mean, so, like, the reason I asked, like, all right, in my mind, I have this idea of, like, 
complaining shows that you don't really like trust whatever the process is that God has you in. Mm-hmm. But you bringing up the honor thing, yeah, you know, it's like okay, like if God go back to Israel, mm-hmm. God has saved you from slavery in Egypt, yeah, <laughs> and you complaining about some food, yeah, you know, not being delivered on time yeah. <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> Yeah. So I could see, totally see like the lack of honor mm-hmm. there, you know, but at the same time, like their complaint was also based on the fact that they didn't really trust him to give them food. Right. You know, um, after, I don't know, that particular, mm-hmm. you know, instance again. So like there was that instance where he was like, look, I'm, gonna rain, I'm about to give you a whole bunch of manna, mm-hmm. but I only want y'all to take what y'all supposed to take for the day. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be trying to store up food for like a couple of days and stuff like that, you know, but it's like <clears throat> they after having not had food for a while, mm-hmm. then get his whole like abundance of food, you know, real quick. Cause he promised it to him. Like they were kind of supposed to trust that he was going to just provide mm-hmm. food as it was needed, you know, but I don't know, man, I guess it's like this whole trust thing. Yeah. This honor thing. Kind of telling God, like, you don't know what's best. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, what, what am I, why am I in this? You know, like, yeah. It's like, hold up. Am I God or not? Like, a, like, also, like, you have, like, this sense of entitlement, mm, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I deserve better than this guy. Wow, yeah. You yeah. know? Like, mm-hmm. come on, guy. You need to get with the with the program. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like, that, that that type of attitude. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's more there. But Or even, let's, let's talk about uh, complaining against other people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I wish I knew the scripture off the top of my head, but there's a scripture where Paul's instructing us not to, like, uh, you know, the word quarrel with each other and stuff like that. But, like... Yeah backbite uh gossip all that type of stuff but it's like complaining about other people i would say like it it just like shows a weird like division Mm -hmm. you know amongst us as believers and it's our i guess we our like inclination should be to help each other yeah you know rather than like complain about what the next person has done that we don't approve of or something like that yeah but yeah, man, complaining is is a t- no one likes a complainer. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's definitely a bushel. A bushel. Uh, another one we were talking about was bad manners. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, one of those subtle things, man. Because, but like, this is something I feel like I've seen a lot of. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, like people who are professing Christians, but are mean, yo. Like, uh, they like just mean to everybody. Okay. You know what I mean? And I don't know, man. I feel like. Or let me ask you this: Like, why do you, why do you think somebody listed this as a as a bushel? Bad manners, yeah, just bad manners. Like, yeah, and I, I feel like it just goes down to the fact, like you just said, like nobody likes a complainer, nobody likes bad. Who yeah. who likes bad manners? Nobody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not necessarily attractive. Like you're not attracting people, mm-hmm. you know. And then you're supposed to be attracting people to Christ. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, how are you advertising? Christ with bad manners, you know, mm-hmm. which it says like you will know them by their fruit. And we talked about the, you know, the fruit before, but it's like, what is the fruit? Love, joy, peace, kindness, mm-hmm. long suffering, mm-hmm. you know, like goodness, all these things, right? Which are all like attractive, positive things. Yeah. Right. And then it says you will know them by their love. Wow. Right. And it's like bad manners, no matter how you try to twist it, mm-hmm. you know, is not, it's not love, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, it just shows that you don't have a good disposition. And, and I mean, mm-hmm. we all have our days, but yeah, if you're known for having bad manners, you probably want to pray on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Get your heart right. All right, Jay got to talk about this next one. What's that? Presenting false lights. I was just thinking about uh, we live in a time where we see a whole lot of information constantly, dude. Mm -hmm. And it's like I understand as believers how we could be deceived, you know, more than any other time. And yeah. we see that, you know, Paul was constantly uh, writing to certain churches to help them and steer them the right way and tell them about false teaching and, mm -hmm. you know, don't be deceived and stuff like this. But, you know, today we got a lot. There are probably a hundred thousand more beliefs than, you know, when Paul, maybe not. I mean, the Romans and where, yeah, it was some stuff going on. But like, yeah. but now we're aware. We're like, aware. Even if it's not more, like, yeah, we could find out about yeah, all kinds in of stuff. Instant. Yeah. yeah. So like, that sometimes can get muddled in with you know our message of Christ being the Savior and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I was just saying like that's a bushel because you know we're showing people at one point you know Jesus is the way, but then in the next breath we may say something that totally you know contradicts or conflicts with it. Like yeah. you know we can we will we will and I know people have said stuff like I see it. Where it's like, you know, man, the universe works in crazy ways or the universe yeah. told me this, but it's like, but you saying you believe in God and Christ right. and we got to do that episode to yeah. talk about that. But like the two cannot, either it's the universe or it's God, yeah. you know, um, yeah. but even other stuff, I mean, Leo season. Yeah. All of that, <laughs> all of the uh, astrology and all that, yeah, that kind of stuff, you man. know, that can present a false light to people. And, and it's just, it's not that you don't have the light but it's being paired you know paul says stuff yeah. like what uh fellowship does light have with darkness right. uh, what you know fellowship does jesus have with baal and mm -hmm. all this type of stuff so mm -hmm. like you know there it just muddles the message yeah you yeah. know when right. you and then i guess i brought up misrepresentation of the light hmm. um where um you don't fully and we've all been there but you don't fully understand mm -hmm. the gospel mm -hmm. you may not walk it out in a way you may think you're right but mm -hmm. it's not scripturally right what you're doing okay and you're misrepresenting what the truth is you know yeah so it's like you're you're saved uh -huh. and you do have the light but at the same time your our understanding isn't completely full yet like okay. if you get saved on day one you're not yeah. gonna have read through the bible and ask god questions and all you know and even if you're you know a few years in however many years you still could be misrepresenting certain things in the bible that isn't necessarily the truth yeah yeah you know, but you could still be a light to people but this is a bushel that could be dimming your light a little bit where it's yeah. like like if you're telling we always talking about ties okay i'm talking a lot right now but whatever. <laughs> no you're good you're good because you know, i was just going to ask like what do you think an example of that is yeah so it yeah. could be something like tithing or mm -hmm. we brought up even uh on instagram the other day like fasting right? oh yeah and yeah. that whole scripture this is a better one i guess okay that scripture of like uh you know jesus said when you fast yeah. do this 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 go into your your room or don't be like the pharisees you know you anoint your head with oil put yeah. on your perfume or whatever right <laughs> wash your face and we i know i believe for a time and i've heard it teach like yeah. you know because he said when you fast that it's means an expectation it's an expectation ah. to fast and <laughs> christians should fast and yeah. da, 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 da. Yeah. but it's like that's creating a law to itself again right. you know like and he was saying that in the context of the it was obviously 
we will call it the old covenant, yeah. you know, and he hadn't resurrected yet. So, yeah, there is uh, times in the law when you should be fasting and mm -hmm. all this stuff like that. Yeah. So that's why he said it that way. When you fast, do it this way. Yeah. So I guess that's what I mean when I say, you know, a misrepresentation of the light. It's like you, you, your, your heart's in the right place yeah. and you, you understand the scripture and stuff to an extent, but we sometimes just don't know right fully yeah all of us yeah so we kind of misrepresent it and we'll have each other thinking out here you know oh i'm supposed to, i ain't fast this year man and yeah you know you feel guilty or something where it's like oh no that's not what he was getting at yeah and you know? like as you were talking it made me think about one that is like i felt was really big mm -hmm. like the whole grace thing mm. you know what i mean like you can you can definitely be in the right walking around and telling people Oh, we're under grace. We're no longer under the law. We're yeah. under grace. We're under grace. You know, that's a that's absolutely true. Yeah. Right? We are certainly under grace. <laughs> but, you know, that does not mean that we are also to continue in sin. Mm. You know, just like willingly continue in sin. Yeah. But sometimes because of our like just immaturity in, you know, Christ or just not having an understanding, we we can go out and start telling people, mm -hmm. you know, like we're on the grace. You ain't got, you know, you ain't got to worry about that no more, man. You know, you ain't got, <laughs> don't, don't, don't feel bad about, you know, all your sinning. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. under grace. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's one of those things, man, that can, again, like. Misrepresent. Misrepresent. Yeah. yeah. Misrepresent. All right. So we got one more point. Yes. On Calling good evil and evil good. Mm hmm And so what comes to mind, um, calling evil good. I'll go with that one. Mm-hmm. So if you take. You know the idea or concept this is just one of many 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 examples but if you take the idea of you know women having abortion rights and mm -hmm. stuff like that right like according to the word of god like abortion is an evil thing like you're killing mm -hmm. a person right it's according to the word of god but we may you know start to adopt and you know be in agreement with the current ideas of the world that a woman should have these rights and it's really you know up to her and, yeah you know it's okay for her to do what she wants with her body mm -hmm. you know that type of a thing so like being in agreement with these things you know like we're not we're not representing the truth of the word at that yeah. point like any misrepresentation you know going back to what you just said any misrepresentation yeah. of the truth is a bushel so, yeah you dimming that light yeah and going with saying that evil is good could be uh going the opposite way of like you know condemning somebody who takes that stance yeah you know and saying like who are you to judge you know like um how could you know that taking the opposite stance on any kind of matter like that is like uh it's the same thing like i'm clearly trying to you know be a light in a very very dark situation yeah and you're telling me it's evil Right. you know that type of thing right right my mind went to also stuff like um not that this is necessarily evil but you know sometimes i feel like in the church we could champion the wrong things yeah and call them good you know like wow. we could champion um material su success hmm. um we could champion you know uh get getting your blessings yeah we champion uh uh we champion sometimes like a works based way of life Right. Um, you know, doing certain things to gain God's favor. Yeah. Uh, we definitely champion the notion of like past a pastor of a church being this uh, f 
like propped up, you know, uh-huh. and they should be treated a certain way. Uh, not to say that they shouldn't be, you know, honored and respected and all that kind of stuff, but right. like, you know, that they should have the, the finest of the finest things. They should maybe get paid the most. I remember you asked that question one time, like, who, who where did we get this idea that the pastor should be the one who is has the highest salary in a church? Yeah. Like, yeah. where did we even get that from? Is that even like valid? You right. Know, why? You know, stuff like that where mm-hmm. we call all these things good, you know, but is it nece- it's not th- saying that they're evil, maybe yeah. ne- not necessarily be right, um, but to champion them as things that are biblical and they may not be. They yeah. may be just our, you know, remnants of the world that we still kind of bring into the church yeah. um, where we just do things and we look at God certain ways and say that it's him, but it's really our flesh. It's really not him. Yeah. That is like, you know, driving these ideas and decisions that we make, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, y'all, we have come to a close of this episode. I know this was a long one. So, again, thank you for hanging out with us. Definitely share uh, any feedback that you may have. Yeah. Uh, I know for me personally, there was a verse that Marcus and I were like... Uh, reading and you know just praying about and thinking about for a while and i don't really have too much understanding of it um but it's when jesus was saying if if your eye is healthy is a light to your whole body um and all this stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) i i i I do not understand Uh, what what he's talking about there uh uh, matthew 6 and 22 yeah yeah Um, let me read read it real quick (laughs) (laughs) it says the eye is the lamp of the body so if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes on to like, I I stay away from that verse right now mm-hmm. because Same. I I don't really I don't understand what he's talking about. Yeah. I I can um. I can't confidently talk about it. Is is what I'm saying. I could speculate and do all that kind of stuff, yeah, but that's what I was doing. I don't. <laughs> I would prefer like, nah. not to uh do that personally, but yeah. like uh. But yeah, if I was, what am I saying? So if anybody has some clear understanding <laughs> from God on what, what he's talking about there, uh, yeah, comment, let us know, email, contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Help us out with that one, yeah. you know? Yeah, and uh, if you <laughs> and if you like this episode, be sure to share it and let yeah. other people know about it. Um, if you got any like clarity or understanding as a result of listening, please just like, you know, not not to, you know, help us with, you know, like uh, trying to be <laughs> popular or famous and that, but we just trying to get this word out. So yeah, let's all work it. together to get this word out. Indeed. All right, y'all. Until next time. Peace. Later. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag the Word X the World podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies. Basically, any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.